Yeah. Beep, uh. boop, 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 boop. Hey, yeah. Translating. <laughs> We're back, everybody, for a new episode of Translating Love with me, Wifi. And me, Danny. Hello, everybody, and thank you for turning in, tuning, tuning in, in, tuning in, turning on, turning off. Turning, turning up, bro. Don't, don't turn off, please. Uh, we're back, and I just want to say thanks for everyone who is listening, who keeps listening, who keeps sharing for all the nice feedback. I just got like some really, really nice feedback from a friend of mine who listened to a couple of episodes, and he said that the porn and masturbation episodes stuck out to him, which is weird because mo- most male people are like, oh, I like the episodes so much. But it is kind of true because we have our, if you look at the statistics on that episode, way more Man. male listeners were yeah, we tuning should, in. Maybe we should do another episode on that. And I also got the first ever message from a male like uh, on Instagram, like about the podcast after that episode came out. Yeah, that's weird. But it's, so. I mean, it's kind of standable. But it's cool that people, especially male people, because I think that episode is more specifically targeted to a male audience in the sense that I think male or heterosex, heterosexual people can, like guys can learn from that a little bit more mm-hmm. probably. But yeah, I we really appreciate the feedback and uh, the love from you people out there. And again, if you like what you hear, please feel free to share. You can support us in a lot of ways by sharing, by going on Anchor page and maybe donating a little bit um, or just spread the word and rate the podcast on, uh, go- on Apple. Apple Podcast. That would be like the nicest thing if you could do that. It would be. And it doesn't take that much time. Right. So be nice. So today we have uh, the, I don't know what the topic is right now. <laughs> so you probably read it already in the, the title of the podcast episode, but the episode. <laughs> but uh, it's about um, our like relationship with our own bodily health, but also like with physical, I wouldn't say sports, but like physical at- activities. Um, and then also like how that whole thing translate into like um, eating or like uh, foods and then into sexual health because it kind of all connects somehow a little bit. Um, and so I think the first thing we're diving in is to just like into our own like bodily health, how we feel, how something may might have changed in the last couple of years and why. Mm-hmm. And then also like the connection to like sports or like bodily activities, what we do to make us feel better, to to like have a healthy lifestyle, so to say, even though that's like a broad statement. And then, but also how that like came together in our relationship um, and with like sexual things changing and um, getting different again or like getting better yeah Yeah. so maybe you start i don't know what to start with you just listed like 20 different things that you want to talk about yeah let's let's start with our like bodily health like how how do you feel about yourself do you feel like uh you changed a lot the last couple of years in terms of how you feel about your health health or or like how i physically look or both it's not it's not about looks necessarily because you are not like in a in a 
uh, you're not sick in ter- mm-hmm. terms of how you look. You know what I mean? If you're not like so super overweight where it's like becoming a problem mm-hmm. for your health. So no, it's about like how you feel. I mean, mostly I feel good. There's there's always things that I wanna that I wanna work on, but I mean, since you know this, but since 2015, up until I mean, up until really last year, two years ago, mm-hmm. I lost like 30 pounds, mm-hmm. um, which was like 16, 17 kilos or something like that. Yeah, you started running a lot. I started running. I started going to the gym more, like weightlifting. That's what was really a game changer mm-hmm. for me. And I really worked on like what I was putting into my body. When do you start? Like, when did you start going to the gym for the first time, or like in mm. a in a more serious, yeah, matter? in a habitual way? Yeah. I didn't really sit because I worked at a gym for mm. a long time, but in like the childcare, and I rarely ever used my membership there. Um, and then you know it's off and on because it's like you want to make a change, mm. and then you just don't. <laughs> the classic. I'm going to subscribe on the first of January. Mm-hmm. And then I go once and then it's yeah. over. Um, but I started going fairly religiously in the end of 2015 mm-hmm. uh, when I moved to Portland. I remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. You went for runs a lot and then marathons. I ran a lot. I did not marathons. No, but like runs. 5Ks. <laughs> yeah, like runs. Yeah. Yeah, but but races. Yeah, yeah races. I would do 5K that's what races. I, that's what I mean, yeah. Um, never coming out in like any type of first, second, third place is probably... Close to the last place, but I did you did ever? Them. Did you ever run down a ramp? <laughs> I ran, I ran. Um, yeah, but I started going religiously to the gym, multi- like almost every day before or mm-hmm. after work, um, during the week. Um, lots of weightlifting and stuff, and then changing what I ate. That was a that was a big part of it. Obviously, I think that was the most useful thing for me in terms of I mean they say you are what you eat and mm-hmm. I think it's about 70% uh what you eat in the terms how you look then there's genetics and then there's sports mm-hmm. so um only like doing physical things are not like I mean they the say key. that weight loss is 80% 80% what you eat right um it's funny because did you ever like did you hate sports when you were younger or like physical um, activities. Not I don't mm-hmm. I don't like this good term sports because Yeah, that... well if you were talking about sports, sports, then yes. I hated playing sports like in No, but gym like and stuff, let's I say physical it. activities like running or like weightlifting or just like Yeah. You know, playing like a, a game where you where you are physically more demanded. No, playing a game or something I really enjoyed. Running I tried to get into because it was like cool to be a runner, you know. Like when you were in high school, we had like cross country team. Oh, really? And they it was ran cool. a lot. That and, was not cool. And we had track running. and all of that. And it, I really looked up to those people because I wished that I could run better. Mm. But I was at a point where I we had to run the mile, is what it was yeah, called. Yeah, it was the same with us. Yeah. And it they was, forced wait, you wait, to, it was but they. Super, oh, wait. I'll I'll figure okay. it out. But they never the thing is they never trained you how to run. So it was just like you're expected to run a mile. Mm-hmm. And there was never any training behind it like how do you run? How do you breathe when you run? Mm-hmm. What's the best form when you're running? Never. Mm-hmm. No, we never had that either. And we just like ran 50 rounds of that. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And I think that I don't know. I I was a really bad runner. I'm still not a great runner. Mm-hmm. But um my running has improved for sure. 
It's funny. But because I hated it when I was younger. I hated it too. And it's so funny because I always, the thing is, for me, it was always easy. Running was always easy for me because I have like this runner type figure. I don't want to brag about it because just I don't like things about my body. Mm-hmm, but you naturally have a runner's body. Right. I have, I, I, so I never was struggling with it uh, to the extent where I couldn't do it anymore. I was able, I was always able to finish the Koopa, Koopa Cup or something like that was <laughs> called. We hated it. We went to the gym, like we went to the gym class and we were like, yeah, so excited. We're going to maybe play games tonight. Uh, t- today and, mm-hmm. and blah blah and then our our teacher was like uh today's cooper cup or whatever it's called oh we at least we got told like a day it. before no or we did not we did not because he knew if he t- tells us a day before people wouldn't show up or they'd be like <laughs> oh i'm sick i can't come today like i did always with swimming i hate the thing is i hated well, i all, hated swimming in school all of that stuff i hated i tried to get out of it as much as possible me too um and the thing is, it was never a struggle for me, but I just, just didn't like it at all. And I started running pretty late, actually. It was like 25 or 26 when I really got into running. Mm-hmm. And weightlifting and like going to the gym, it was like when I, after my accident, that mm-hmm. was like my my really, because I knew I had to do something to keep up my form and also do to, since my 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 main hand was my left hand then, I had to try to count to to like balance mm-hmm. the whole thing and so i started going to the gym and it just felt it just make, made me feel better about myself and how i i feel about my body and my self-conscious uh conscient conscious what is it called self your your self image myself image. yeah so I, I it made me feel much better it gave me more confident so it was a it was just a mental health and self-confidence booster mm-hmm nothing else i'd never wanted to like be a bodybuilder or something yeah. because i don't have the body for that anyways yeah for me my motivation was because i was overweight i wasn't like fat or obese i wasn't in that category mm-hmm. but for my height for my age i was overweight and my doctor told me she's like you're not the path that you're going is not healthy and you're gonna mm-hmm. have some problems if you don't like while get your you shit were together. like licking your sugary fingers from all the donuts you <laughs> had before i mean the thing is i did have a really big problem with food i actually now looking back i consider it an eating disorder i actually want to do an episode on that with like maybe a guest Mm -hmm. who can tell us more about that yeah but that's just a little teaser but i i i consider myself of having an, an eating disorder where it was very mental for me where if i was stressed if i was sad anything that wasn't happy i would eat and i would eat the most horrible shit Mm. and binge it like Mm. it wasn't just like oh i'm gonna have a piece of chocolate or something i would binge it i would eat an entire pint of ben and jerry's Mm. three times a week if i was having a bad week and i never really saw that as an eating disorder i just thought of it as oh i'm sad and this is comfort food Mm. and that's a big part of the problem for me it's uh, it's weird because those eating disorder i mean don't want to go too deep into the whole thing but um, those eating disorders have a huge impact, obviously, on our mental health and also on our like bodily health. And mm-hmm. but then the combination is just the worst if you fall into one of those holes. And if you can't understand when your body is really hungry or when it's just like the craving that you need to fill for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get out of that. It's a serious problem. Well, and not just hard to get out of, but it sticks with you. So I mean. I still have all of those thoughts about it. When I'm really stressed, I crave 
all of those things that I crave before, mm. but it's just about now I have the self-control mm. to not do it. And I, I know how far I've come in terms of, okay, let's, let's not rely on food. <clears throat> let's not rely on this to make me feel better. It's it's funny because when you, f when you start thinking about when you get like more, the thing is it's you're getting old. Everyone is getting old. So at some point you have to oh, I'm not getting old. make a conscious decision how you want to live your life. And mm. I think we all want to live a life that is fairly happy without disease or, or any uh problem uh fairly early so uh, he eating healthy is like one of the biggest things and it can be fun it can be done in a very easy way uh and again it's everything in moderation it doesn't mean right. you always have to eat right, right. everything has to be healthy it's not right it's not about we eat plenty of crap <laughs> right we 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 eat a burger <laughs> once in a while uh, or more once in a while but but it's not about that. I don't want to preach eat healthy or whatever. But I I think you have to make a decision where you say okay I'm I'm cutting out certain things mm -hmm. or I'm trying to not eat certain things uh, that much anymore. Like slowly getting it either rid of it or or just cutting it out yeah. altogether. And sure, once in a while you can treat yourself to something um, because I think like a healthy balance is is a better way to just strictly say no to everything that mm -hmm. is unhealthy. But but it's... I mean, things I noticed, I just want to quickly say mm -hmm. things I noticed, like as I actually started to lose weight was, and as I started to eat healthy and do good things for my body, mm -hmm. like working out and stuff, I felt not only so confident, yeah. like every yeah, yeah. time when I went to the gym yeah, and I yeah. could go up like 10 pounds of weight or something, mm -hmm. and like what I was doing the week before was too light for me, that was like the best feeling in the world yeah. it's like you accomplish something something's yeah, working yeah, you're getting yeah, stronger yeah, yeah. it's it's fun because it the the reward is there pretty fast if once you go like two three weeks you already mm -hmm. see a, a change happening and that's that's i think that's the addicting part of going to the gym and wor working out which can again lead to something not so healthy but i think like in moderation it's just really good for yourself mm -hmm. Um, and you don't have to necessarily do it in a gym. You can still get like some really uh, basic workout stuff for home or do even like body weight stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a lot of stuff you can do without basically any You'd be gear. surprised how, how much you can tone up and gain right. muscle just by using right. your own body or weight. Or even just lose a little weight. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's not what I'm saying. I just, uh, I remember the, like when I got got, got into like uh, the gym and, and running and stuff like that, I, I also noticed like my focus towards what I put into my body more mm -hmm. and then in terms of what does it give to me in terms of nutrition I, I didn't count anything I did I wasn't like oh this thing has I don't know how many calories uh if you do that that's fine but I never did that I was obsessive with that for a while <clears throat> um but I, I at least looked at the stuff okay what is in that what what does it give it to uh, what is it like made out of mm-hmm and what does it give it to me in terms of nutrition? And I already like changed my diet a little bit. Back then, I, I still ate meat, but I, I turned to more like uh, the health. Lean meats. Lean meats, right. Um, even though I was also not true, I ate a lot of like red meat. <laughs> uh because you know if you read about all the stuff if you when you want to gain muscle and stuff like that, red meat and chicken. Um, I mean, chicken is lean meat. So I, I ate a lot of that stuff. Um, but still, I, I, there was already a change happening. And then, um, if, I mean, we talked about that with uh, anxiety and stress and everything. My my, At some point, you know, your stomach 
especially if you eat a lot of crap when you're stressed. It's like classic. You don't have time. You don't feel like you have time to cook something. Mm. You just want a quick meal and then you turn to, you know, uh, really shitty fast food or microwave food or whatever. And then, of course, at some point your body says, okay, stop. If you if your body says that, if you can listen to the symptoms. And thankfully, I was able to and I was I changed my diet completely with you together mm -hmm. and that's also a point i want to go into because um and we don't want to preach anything about uh, we don't want to tell you to do uh, anything you know yeah. it's not like uh we have figured it out because i think nobody has figured it out you have to figure it out for yourself well and also we have our own opinions right. on this topic and we don't want to like force those on anyone so we right. just want to share what it's been for us but uh let's take a quick break and then go to that So, uh, in 2017, 2018, we, 2018, we basically changed our diet completely. We uh, went uh, vegan. Um, and that was a weird decision because I, I remember a couple of like months prior to that point, mm -hmm. I was still in the mindset that I could never do that. I could never cut out the, the, that stuff, etc. And I had the worst stomach problems and I had stomach pain all the time. I went to the to the ICU, not ICU, to no, the, the ER. ER. I went to the ER. I went to doctor visits. I had multiple uh, very uncomfortable, um, um, uh, what is it called? Like, uh, not operations, but like doctor's visits where they looked into my stomach and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I procedures. procedures, thank you. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And of course, my doctor was like, Yeah, if you're stressed a lot, that can be a thing. But of course, my doctor was like, Take that, take mm -hmm. that, take that. But that never really helped. It helped for maybe a couple of days, and then the symptoms were back. Um, and I had to make a conscious decision, and the 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 easiest or the if you look everything online up, nobody tells you to go vegan. But they they tell you don't eat that, don't eat that, mm -hmm. don't eat that, and what those a things lot are. A of them are dairy. It's dairy. It's it right. It's meat. Um, it's everything that is more greasy. It's everything with a specific animal proteins. It, it's stuff that your body has to work harder and mm -hmm. more to digest. And so I cut all of that out, and which was not hard at that point because we. We were basically vegetarian. We had meat once in mm -hmm. a while, maybe once a month if even, but we were basically living vegetarian, mm -hmm. I would say. I would say so too. Uh, so we cut all of that stuff out. I didn't drink any milk. We had cheese once in a while. I mean, we weren't really big milk drinkers anyways, except in coffee. Right. But, or cereal. Cereal, yeah. <laughs> but that that was it. Um, and Cheese was hard, guys. For you. <laughs> that was hard for, for me. For you, yeah. It's not anymore. Now it's easy, but that was hard at first. But we cut that out and and we basically switched from one day to the other uh, to a vegan diet. Mm -hmm. And it was the best decision we ever made. Or I ever I made. think so too. 100% um, I agree. Looking back, I... Besides, I have to say something cheesy besides marrying you because that was the oh, best decision nice. I ever made. That's nice. Now, my, my personal best decision was when I bought the TV we have upstairs. <laughs> 
And then comes going vegan and, and then, then the new married. Xbox. That was oh, a good decision. Okay. But that wasn't a decision. That was a gift. And then my camera, my new but one. But the Xbox was a gift. You oh, can't yeah, count that true. as a decision. Now, uh, my, the best decision was marrying you too. That's, that's true. Nice. But uh, second after that, that comes the vegan, being vegan. Um, and again, we don't want to preach anything. We don't want you to feel bad about your decision, what you eat, whatever. Do what is good for you. Do what makes you happy happy this is purely on just like a health standpoint <clears throat> of how it is for us. for us right how we felt about it mm -hmm. um and a lot of things changed after that because um first of all i changed a noticeable difference in my gut health Me too. Uh, it took like 30 mo 30 uh not 30 no no nah, nah, like half a year six months awesome. to eight months until my gut completely adjusted to that thing mm -hmm. Um, but what's weird is I also noticed a massive difference in my gut health and I didn't really even have like noticeable problems with my gut health. The weird thing is and so I talked to I talked to a client the other day, which is weird because we talked about like we had whatever. But I talked to a client about the, being vegan because of course it came up because we had like food. Um, and it's funny because, uh, you know, you live your life, you eat the stuff you eat and um, you have not so good digestion once in a while or more often maybe once a week um and you just think it's normal uh, because or you stop noticing or you stop even noticing that becomes because it normal. becomes red right, it becomes a normal and when you talk to other people it's the same for me i have like loose stool every other day stuff like that um so you don't really notice it as as, as being like not an alarming thing it's not alarming but it's not normal in the sense that uh, your di digestion should if you go to the doctor your doctor tells you your digestion should be a certain you know consistence a certain color um, and it, it became a normal and I noticed looking back that I had problems way before I even had like this really severe sy symptoms mm -hmm. and once we changed to the vegan diet all of a sudden I had like normal poop again I had the the best gut health and and not only that change, but also like my view on, uh, first of all, in the dairy industry and the meat industry. And we all know that uh, meat is destroying the planet in the capacity that it's produced. We all know that like fast, cheap meat is not healthy in the way it's produced. And it's the same with dairy. We all know that stuff. But once you once we went, uh, went vegan, we, we opened up. Mm -hmm. to to those uh, problems more and we got we got more aware of those things i mean for me it was interesting because my choice to go vegan was partly because you were doing it because it's just easier when you're in a relationship if, right. you, have, if you are on the same or similar diet and right, it right. just wouldn't have worked it would have been really difficult otherwise but i had also been contemplating it for a while and was also of the opinion i i could never do this how could i ever give this up and um I had been vegetarian for 10 years and then I was not vegetarian anymore for a couple of years, mm. um, but still not like overindulging in meat. And for me going vegan, the, the main draw to it was for the animals. Right. And I think for you it was for gut health and then animals came after that, but it's so interesting also environment, to me. Environment but that's exactly what thing. my point was, is that once we went vegan, we we opened our eyes to so much more like so many more benefits of being vegan and so like all of these things that i never would have guessed mm -hmm. changing your diet mm -hmm. could affect and 
for me, that was the most fascinating thing to just keep it's, discovering yeah, all of these things. It's it's first of all, it's a process. You learn more things, and you uh, the more the longer you go, you notice more things. You notice more different differences. I also feel more. I don't know if you can relate to this because I'm more of like a energy type person, but. I feel more like connected to the earth if that's not a me, strange thing me to say. Me too in the sense that I know that I don't cause suffering with my choices mm -hmm. of eating or buying certain products. But not just to animals. I mean, I do feel more connected to animals now, but also just like no, the physical earth but beneath that's, my feet. That's what I'm saying. I think you get more aware of everything and you you notice things more. You notice that people throw away things. You notice... Uh, certain behaviors that we, you know, are seeing as normal, like transporting uh, uh, animals from A to B over the, I don't know how many kilometers mm -hmm. or miles. It's insane. But I mean, also for me, like just transporting fruits and vegetables from places where they don't grow. Oh, like right, right. You're, you're in the U.S., for example, and I mean, we're not, it's not in very many places that oranges grow properly. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, Florida, people know Florida yeah, yeah. iconically for, for oranges. But so if you think about how, how, how does this food get to me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and is this really growing in Wisconsin? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you have to think about like how, how much of an impact it mm -hmm. has on the environment just to bring a simple something as simple as an orange to your table it's it's everything yeah and if i think you already made a good point it's it's easier if you do it with someone if you're in a relationship you do it together it's much easier because mm -hmm. um, you have like a you, support system right and then you can figure out things but i don't want to go too deep into the vegan thing but uh, that changed a lot of things for us i think and especially for my health mm -hmm. um and that made a noticeable difference in a lot of ways and I wish that I would have done it much sooner. I wish that I would have not been the fucking asshole in in like high school laughing at vegetarians. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have not been the a toxic male telling uh, other male friends to eat meat because it's it's manly. <laughs> I wish I would have not done those things, and I wish I would have opened my eyes much sooner. But again, um, uh, do what you do. It's not. It's just how we or I uh, experienced it mm -hmm. and how how it happened and how, how I perceived the whole thing. Um, it's my path and your path is totally valid, whatever you do. But let's uh, go into the sex thing. Because it's funny, uh, we watched the one documentary was Get the Game Changer mm -hmm. on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix it's on now. Netflix, yeah. I think it's also on YouTube for to watch for free, I think. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. But we watched a documentary. It's it's pretty interesting. Uh, you, it's it's probably debatable from the things what they say, and maybe some things are a little weird in terms of the science behind it. But there were some points that stuck out. And for example, they did like this test where they uh, measured like the the boner, uh, like night boners, and how hard <laughs> they were and how long they lasted. Um, and compared from uh, vegans to not ve non-vegans. Mm -hmm. um, no, but wasn't it not just between vegans and non-vegans? Wasn't it just if they ate vegan for a and day? And the two, and the two, yeah, right. Eating vegan for one day right. versus right. not eating vegan for right. one day. So it was three people, a vegan, one person who had a vegan food the day before, and the meat eater. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
they noticed that like with the vegan food, the boner was much harder and longer. And while watching that, I was like, I was like, <laughs> there like, was a, a light like bulb a, going on in my head. It's like, it sounds like a scientific talk. And then you say boner and it just makes me laugh. <laughs> what do you want to say? Like hard. Erect penis. Erect penis. <laughs> Um, the erection. But there was like a, a light bulb going on in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, I did not think about that. But that's totally how it is. And it's weird because you don't think about that stuff. Because Well, but it was also the same for me, not my erect penis, but it was also the same <laughs> for me where once they said that and you also were like, oh, yeah, I was also like, oh, yeah, <laughs> because I've noticed that it's with funny you as well. Because as a like as a man growing up, you notice things when you like go, go into puberty and when you notice that your penis gets like erect and you notice how hard it gets usually, but it usually fades. So at a certain age, it usually fades and it doesn't get as hard anymore or it doesn't get as hard as often anymore because that's just normal, but it's not. It's based on what we eat. And of course, also on 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 stress and stuff like that. But also, a huge part is based on what we eat and what we consume every day. And it's funny because it changed a lot. But I mean, it, it actually makes sense if you think about it. Because just use the example of any guy who has had too much to drink and then right, right. wants to have sex, and things aren't usually working the way yeah, that they normally yeah, yeah, work yeah. it's it's because of what you're putting into your body that's creating that right and it's it's funny because I, I when people ask me how like especially after we went vegan for a couple of months and people ask like how are you doing how are you holding up with the whole thing um because we were basically the first people who done it in like our closer french circle mm -hmm. and i said i felt i was we were i was 28 at that point yeah 28 29 not nah, 28. Not 27, 28. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I said, and I still feel the same. I've said, I feel like I'm 20 again. It's so, it's so fucking weird. But the the time between 2021 mm -hmm. until I've been vegan, I felt like I got older so much more. Like I felt Me too. tired. I felt uh, I couldn't do certain things as like... You know, efficiently. efficiently, I don't, I didn't have to, as much like energy anymore, stuff like that. It, it, it was like slow, but it was noticeable. But once we changed our diet, it that came back. Mm -hmm. That like it changed, and with that, my sexual activity changed down there. <laughs> um, and I can really, if you plan like sex night, eat vegan. <laughs> <laughs> like plan out the day, just eat vegan. It's easy, it's convenient, and it, it makes a noticeable difference. I can tell you that. I can too. <laughs> um, but uh, to end the whole thing or to make it full circle, I think uh, a big thing in like being in a relationship is to, especially nowadays with gyms mostly not open in some places they're open, but if you're not a gym goer and you have a hard time motivating yourself to do something, even if it's just walking, there are a lot of ways what you can do, especially if you're in a relationship with someone and you can push each other. For example, you can buy uh, or you can like get like those uh, step counters where mm -hmm. you track your steps and you can set like a goal for each day and you can like basically try to uh, make it like a little game 
try to reach 10,000 or 12,000 each day. Mm -hmm. Start with that. Or maybe try to say, okay, let's go for a short run. It's a nice day. Let's uh, let's get nice running shoes. They make a difference. And then let's go for a nice run. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just like 10 minutes, uh, that's fine. Just and start. I can attest to that. The right shoes really do make all of the difference because I'm, I don't have a runner's body. I am pear-shaped and that does not make for a runner. And when I wear the shoes that work best for me, I run so much better and yeah. so much longer yeah. than I do with the wrong pair of shoes. And you can motivate yourself. Go running together, do stuff together. Um, go hiking, go go into the woods and go for long walks. Um, or even work out together at home, like do dance workouts, do... <laughs> Do do like put up like a an app workout on YouTube twenty minutes and do it together stuff like that where you can you know have fun together where See, you can. I'm gonna hold you to this because you just said do dance workouts together and I asked you to do one with me. I wouldn't do one. Come on, they're so fun. You look so stupid when you do it. It's hilarious. You end up laughing the whole time, which yeah, is great. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe. But yeah, it, to to just bring it full circle, do stuff. To together because it's easier it's not easy to motivate yourself to you know work out alone at home but if you see the other person trying to work out and if you say or if the other person pushes you like hey it's let's do this now and it's easy it's much easier and i mean when you especially in times like this I think it's it's really important to get some like good endorphins yeah going in your body and because it does really change your overall mood. Even if you do something for 15 minutes, just like 15 minutes of some sort of makes physical activity yeah. makes such a difference. Or or non-super physical activity. Do some yoga. Do some meditation. It, yeah, anything yeah. that's good for your body that like kind of resets everything. And yeah, I think same. it's just – it's a great thing to do right now. Same with uh, food. Uh, what you put in your body makes a huge difference in terms of your mental health. And if you're anxious, don't obviously drink coffee. Uh, uh, if you feel depressed, don't drink alcohol. You know, stuff like that. Put good things, nutritional things into your body. Doesn't necessarily mean the most healthy things, but, um, it, you know, slow things, small little steps, baby steps make a difference. They do. But yeah, that's it. Do you have anything else to say? I do not. Please go to Apple Podcasts and rate the podcast, please. We would really appreciate it. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can hit us up on our Instagram. At Translating Love Podcast. And uh, other than that, we hope to uh, see you next week <laughs> through the microphone. I see you driving with the car right now. That's creepy. Be careful. Um, and other than that, uh, we love you guys and we hear each other next week. Bye!